Okay, we're continuing Megillah's Esther from last week, and we. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Under pressure, it has problems. <laughs> we are okay. good. We're live. Okay, um, we'll be continuing Megillah's Esther. We're up to Parag Dalid, Pasuk Dalid. We spoke last week about. Mordechai Hatzadik, who did everything that he could physically do, possibly to uh, possible to um, be Meir himself. Thank you. Um, and um, because of that, we spoke about Pasuk Gimel, how that sent out waves to the entire world when it was necessary. So Pasuk Dalav, Vatavoyna Naris Esther v'Sarisel v'Yagidulo, Vatischal Chal Hamalka Mo'it, Vatilbash Begodim, Vatishlach Begodim Lahalbish as Mordechai Ulahasir Saka Me'olav Veloikivel. So the Naris Esther Visarisel, they come and they tell Esther Hamalka that this is what Mordechai is doing. And she was very upset about it. So she sent Begodim to Lahalbish as Mordechai, Ulahasir Saka Me'olav Veloikivel. So now. Was we said before that you're not allowed to go Bishar HaMelech Bilvush Sok. So therefore, if he's wearing the sackcloth, he can't come in. Esther wants to know what's going on. So she sends him clothing that he should put on the clothing and remove the sackoy may alav. And remo- remove the sackcloth may alav from on him. Veloikibel, and he didn't accept it. So now, what happened here was as follows. That... Um, Esther HaMalka understood from Mordechai that he didn't come tell her immediately and instead he put on the sackcloth immediately and he started to cry out and daven Hashem immediately. She understood that, that Mordechai does not want to have any hishtadlus through her before he dedicates himself to sack and to tainis and to tshuva. So now, and she also understood that really Mordechai is not going to want to cease from his sack and his tshuva. So how does she have an etzer for him to get to her? So it seems that if you look from the psukim and, and they talk about by the Melech Yoram in, in, in Malachim, he also wore sack. It seems that there's two types of sackcloth that are worn in Avelus, in this type of mourning. The first one is, it's under the clothing against the body, and that sometimes, the, the Melech Yairam, it brings down in, in, in one of the Malchi Yisrael, he was doing tshuva, so he was always wearing under his clothing sackcloth. Nobody knew about it, it was hidden, but it was his own personal tshuva. And then there's sackcloth that's on the outside that... Um, that everybody sees. So she understood that Mordechai HaTzadik is not going to remove his sack entirely, but she had an Eitzah. Maybe he could remove the outer sack, and that's Ulohasir Sakai May Alav. Just take off the sack May Alav from on him. And then she'll, he'll, he'll be wearing regular clothing on top. He'll still have underneath sack, so we'll, he'll still have his chuva, and therefore she'll be, he'll be able to... Um, to um, to uh, to uh, to get to her, it says the pasuk v'loy kibel. He didn't accept, and that's where the guy is medayik. It doesn't say v'loy lavash. He didn't wear the clothing. V'loy kibel means he wasn't accepting of her eitzah. He was not mekabel her eitzah because leiratzo livdo misaki afilu rega echad. He's not stopping for a moment. And like we said before, because really in this gzera there was no hishtadlus allowed. He really wasn't interested in using Esther for hishtadlus mitzad kla Yisrael. So therefore there's no reason for him to do anything here. He's not mekabalit. So now, 
Esther still says, "Vatikra Esther lahasoch misarise amelach asherimi lefanea vatetzavei almarutchay ledas mazeh veamazeh." So seemingly, the people that she sent the begadim with came back <coughs> and said that it's not going to happen. So she sent hasoch, sent hasoch, and she commanded him almarutchay that he should go speak to Mardchai, ledas mazeh veamazeh. What to know mazeh veamazeh, which means to say. She needs to know two things. Whenever you want to take care of a problem, you have to know two things. Number one, mazeh. What's the problem? The al mazeh. And why did the problem happen? The al mazeh is like why did the al mazeh? Why did the problem happen? So she needed to know two things. What was the problem, and how did it come about? So she sent him. Sent him out to the rechayv. Here again, he was out in the city. He wasn't embarrassed to be crying out in the middle of the city in front of the shar hamelech. Was the rechayv for here? So Mordechai told Hasach, "What happened to him? Karoh means because he's the one who caused this to happen. He's the one, like we said before, that's why he was gitzaka gedayla umara because." he was the one who caused it, he didn't bow down to Haman. That's number one. And she also he also told her Vais Parashas Akasef Asher Hamar Haman Lishkol Al Ginze Hamelech by Yehudim La Abidah. And she also said he also told her what's going on over here. Now, when we're Medayik really in this Pasuk, based on everything we know, is that really is um is really that um in the letters that Haman sent out, we explained, he really didn't say he's talking about the Jews, and he didn't say exactly what is going to happen to them. It was just, be ready. He sent to the, we said last week, he sent to the officers that it's the Jews, but the Hamaynam, they only knew that it's just, be ready. So when he sent her, he sent her the message, what Haman had said, he's going to give the Ginze HaMelech, by Yehudim Labdam. That is something he explained to her. Mardchai understood it's referring to the Jews, and he said, Esther, you got to realize also, it's not clear in the letter, but we are deducing that it's coming, it's referring to the Jews. So he told her, he showed her the letter, that was given in Shushan, to destroy them. Again, who? It didn't say in the letter, but in the passage before, he's informing her, this refers to the Yehudim. So he's showing her, and he's commanding her to do something, to go to the Melech Lishan in Light. Mardchai Tzadik knew that Esther was a Tzadikus Gedoyla, and she never went Beratza into Achashverosh. Anytime she went is only because Achashverosh called her, and she's being forced to come. So now Mordechai is telling her that you got to go willingly. And he had to command her to do that. That's not something she wanted to do on her own. And once he commands her, so then she's not going to be over on Siva Shal Mordechai. If you remember from last year, one of the things that Kala Yisrael sinned in Shushan was that they didn't listen to Mordechai Tzadik. And therefore the Goyal, who was Esther, had to excel in listening to Mardchai Tzadik and Astaira. And we showed last year how the Pasuk keeps on saying, Ain Esther Magedis is Melato. She doesn't say, Kasher Tziva Mardchai. Because as we went through the, the, the Tkufa, there were reasons that she could say to herself, the reason Mardchai told me Lechatchila not to say anything doesn't apply anymore. Let me, now I could say something. But Mardchai said no. 
I'm not telling you why, but and that showed that she excelled in listening even when she didn't understand what Das Torah was saying, and she, therefore she will be the one that's able to help Klai Yisrael do tshuva. So here she's also coming to another Nisoyin in that uh, Nekuda, and Mardchai is going to tell her something that she really does not want to do, but if Mardchai is commanding her to do it, so she's going to have to listen. Not only that, she never tried to be she never did anything to find favor in his eyes. That was all part of her going by us. See here he said, no, you're going to have to work him. You're going to have to do something to be and therefore and that's why she said later she's trying to entreat him with that Lashon because that is what Mordechai commanded her that she has to do. So that is Vayava Yasach Vayagid Le Esther as Divrei Mardchai. Does it make sense that she did not have known all the, the, the letters that went out? It was Mama should happen right then. It was like it was uh, very quick. It was that day? I'm saying, but she's in the palace. She knows. She's that there. The, she's doing. in her of Davka. She's in her. What happened? Hamana Kashverish. Yeah, It sounds like she didn't know. So what happens? So Asach tells tells Esther what Mordechai said. Now it's a very important thing. And we'll see in a moment. Before it said Al Mordechai, here it says El Mordechai. So what did she say? She said, we have a problem here. Everybody knows. That if you come to the king... It's a public thing. Everybody knows that. Unless he stretches out his scepter. So she said two things. You want me to go be That's just going to backfire. Because any the more public and more well-known something is, if you're over on it, if you don't listen to it, so then the more the punishment is much harsher. If there's nobody knows about the rule and you happen to go against it, it's not a big deal. But this is a foursome thing. Everybody and everybody knows it. The whole country knows about it. And I'm going to be over on it? That's going to backfire. He's only going to be more angry at me and therefore he's going to punish me. Number one. Number two, I haven't been called for 30 days already. So he's due to call me. So why should we go and do something against his will and, be, and then try to be let me wait. He's going to call any day now anyways, want me to come. And once I'm coming at his backing, so then, then, uh, then I'll, I'll be able to, to try to convince him. This is what she told him. Now, and they told Mordechai the words of Esther. Where's Hasach? What happened to Hasach? So Chazal tell us that Haman chapt what's going on and he killed Hasach. Hasach Zedoniel, he killed Hasach. But the Mepharshim here, B'derach HaPshat, Yosef Lekach says that really Esther, Mordechai gave her a command. What's she arguing for? She said, she don't argue with Mordechai. Who, you have another reason? You think, think Mordechai didn't think of all these things? That's what Das Torah is all about. This was her Nisayan. So Esther was not going to argue with him. But Lemaisa, she felt that perhaps it's possible that somehow Mordechai should consider what she's saying. She is not going to say anything to him or send him any messages. And that's why it says, She didn't tell him, Al Mordechai, go talk to him. El Mordechai, I'm telling you that you should figure out a way that it should get to Mordechai's ears. El Mordechai. 
Now, so therefore, Hasach, she, she said her concerns, Hasach heard them, Hasach passed them on to somebody else, and they told Mardchai, this is what Esther was thinking out loud. What do you say to this? So, Mardchai chapped where it was coming from. He didn't, he, 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 he understood that she didn't want to be over on his sivoy, but she underst- he understood that she's going to listen, but she had figured out a way to get him this piece of information, and he said, listen, send back to her. Now, this is a big shile over here, what was going on over here. The guy says that Mardchai was choyshed her, that she is thinking the following. Now, the Bepharshim seems to say that either Mardchai was chayshed her, or he was just trying to lohaitzi miliba if this is what her chashash was, and it really was not her chashash. But he just wanted to, he, he wanted to make sure that she understood what's going on. There was some halachic dispute going on over here. So he says, Mardchai was chayshed, that maybe she held, we don't say, the Gemara Masech Shabbos says that if someone, for example, is uh, being over on Bishel or uh, whatever it says over there by Afia, so so if you're going to leave the uh, if you're going to leave the bread in the oven, it's going to get baked, and he's going to be over on Issa of baking on Shabbos. But you have an Eitzah to go take it out. But there's this is the Rabbanon of Rudias HaPas, taking off the pass. So now, do you say that you should sin in order that your friend shouldn't get a bigger sin? So here, he was afraid that Esther was saying, I'm going to go Beratz and Tachashverish. I'm doing an Avera, B'Shir Shehizke Chavercha, so Klai Yisrael shouldn't be killed. Uvadovra Hazet Tehorek Val Tavar, Adarabba, Tehorek Val Yavar for me. Why am I going and doing this? V'hiyayna Mechuyavitz B'Zeh. If it's Yehorek Val Yavar, that means I'm not Mechuyiv to go be Ayran Isser of Yehorek Val Yavar to go save Klai Yisrael. So that's what Mordechai was choyshed, that her halachic reason was. Whether that was actually her reason, or it wasn't her reason, seems to be a little machlaikis. Over here, um, the, 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 I think the, the Yosef Lekach says that she held like that, and Mordechai set her straight. And from the Gainas Masha, Mordechai was chayshed her of that, but Lavdafka she really held like that. So he tells her, What do you think? That you're not going to get killed if you don't go? you're not going to save yourself. You're not helping yourself here. Man of going to be killed. So either you go over there and be Meister Nefesh for Klai Yisrael, or you're going to end up kill, getting killed with all the Yidin anyways. So therefore, your Cheshman doesn't work. And he tells her, What does this mean to say? This means to say, number one, Mardchai and Rev Brevda brings this out. It's 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 a it's a concept that needs to sink in. What went on over here? We have to understand. Mardchai knew that there's no hashtadus allowed in this kazera. That's what we've been saying till now. The whole avera was that instead of having yira shamayim and depending on a kaddish baruch and doing what's right by the talim of Nebuchadnezzar, Kla Yisrael didn't do that. So the tshuva is going to have to be that there be a gzera, and we're not allowed to depend on anyone but a kaddish baruch It's an exception to all other gzeras. All other gzeras, you have to rely on Hashem, but there's a chiyav of ishtadlus. But over here, the tshuva is no ishtadlus at all, and that's why Mardchai 
did what he could do. That's why Mordechai didn't go and do anything for Esther. Didn't, he didn't go and talk to her at all. But there's another problem here. Esther has her own chiv. She has her own personal chiv that she is in the base Hamalchus here and she has the opportunity of a mitzvah of Leisama and Aldam Reyecha. She has a way to try at least to help someone. Now, she is, Klal Yisrael is not allowed to believe in Esther's Hishtadlus. Esther is not allowed to believe in her own Hishtadlus. And yet she still has the chiyav, like a monkey, like a kaif ba'alma, to go through the motions of leisamad adam reyecha, to go and try to save Kla Yisrael, just because she has that opportunity. No one else in Kla Yisrael has the ability to go to the king. Elamai, we could try our ishtalus, go to the governor, go to this one. That's ishtalus we can't do. But she's a person there that has a mitzvah of leisamad adam reyecha. She has that opportunity. She has that mitzvah. She's allowed, she has a chiyav to do it without relying on any that she's doing and therefore she has to do that so bottom line is we are not relying on her she's not allowed to rely on herself at all so why does she have to go I, there's no ishtadlus because she has a mitzvah and that's you're in that position you have to do it but we are not relying on you because if you don't go, we don't need you. We're not relying. You're relying totally on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're not relying on you at all. And we're going to see that later as well, how Esther's going to make sure that Klai Yisrael doesn't rely on her by inviting Haman to the, to the thing. That was all part of her plan that no one should rely on her and she shouldn't rely on herself. Now, why Vatu Beis So I think Baal Shech writes, because... Um, because she was an anical of Shal Amalek, and Shal Amalek didn't take care of Amalek, so here was an opportunity for her to try to, through Haman, to eradicate part of Amalek, and that would be a tikkun for Shal. So he says, you have your own personal issue here. It's not only Leisam and Adam Reacha, you also have a family issue that you need to be Mesakit. That's nothing to do with Kla Yisrael. So therefore, we're not relying on you you have a problem. You have a problem of your family. And you have this, this mitzvah to go talk to the king. So Esther hears this. So Esther hears this. <coughs> So she told him like this, okay, if that's what we're dealing with, go gather all the Jews in Shushan. So she says this, if that's what's going to happen, I am going to now request numerous things. Number one, all the Jews in Shushan, have to fast for me. They have to fast and not eat and not drink for three days. Now normally, this is an interesting type of tainus. Normally in Hilchus Tainus, in Tanesim, for example, in, in, in Mesechta Tainus, you never have three days in a row of Tainus. Monday, Thursday, Monday, you have series, but never three days in a row. So over here, there's a Tainus of three days in a row. Number two in Hilchus Tainus, there's five Inuyim on a Tainus, like on Tishavav, right? Until, until Rabbi in, in, in the second base on Migdash, I mean, after Churban Abayis, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi was Mavato from Tzayim Gedalia, and and Shavas Arbetamuz, and 
and downgraded them to a tainess of only not eating and drinking, those tainessim also, there was no shoes, it was all the five inuyim. Bimei Rebbe, Rebbe downgraded, Rebbe wanted to be, uh, it says Bimei Rebbe, he was roichitz in, in, in the merchats of Tzipairi, the Gemara tells us in Megillah. Why? Because Rebbe downgraded those tainessim. A tainess, the way Chazal were, were misakin it, were with all five inuyim like Tisha B'av, like Tisha B'av and Yom Kippur. So now, this tainus is not like that. This tainus is al-toichel just eating and drinking. Never find such a tainus in Chazal till much later. So what was the point of this? What was going on here? So the point is very simple. Esther has to bring, Mordechai is working on the whole world. Esther, we said, has to work on Shushan. Shushan were nana misudasa shalachashverish. That's what we said. So they were, in, they were nana from the Suda and from the Gashmias of Achashverish's Suda. So therefore, they have to do tshuva for that. They have to do tshuva. All they have to do tshuva is on Achila and the Shtia. That's it. It's not, this is not a tainus in Hilchus, that tshuva of all type of tainasim. This was specific for their Avera. Their Avera was nana from the Gashmias of Sudas shalachashverish. So I'll it's, it's a gather of like you want to eradicate everything this it's not just a gather of tshuva it's a gather of getting out of their system the gashmias that they had um, that they had consumed and became a part of them so they're fasting for three days that will totally purify their bodies from this Avera and we're also going to fast as well and therefore then after that I'll be able to come to the king till now now it's going to be Beratzain and Pechasher um, Avadati fine Vayavar Mordechai Vayatz Kechalasher Tzivsol of Esther. So Mordechai Vayavar, he passed over something. So Chazal tell us that he was over al divrei Torah. Why? Because one of these days was Pesach, and him and Esther had a machlekes here. Esther said fast for three days, and Mordechai said how could we the mitzvah of matzah and mar? And Esther said, if you don't do this, there won't be Jews left for any matzah mar for any time. So it's kedai. So therefore, Vayavar Mordechai. Then the Gain says something very interesting. We'll just bring it up, but it, the, we don't know where it comes from. The Gain says, Mipneishi Malka v'chai of Lishmer He listened to her. Esther because since she was a queen, he was mechuyev to listen to her. We don't know what that means. No, no, the Mefarshim don't understand what the Gain's saying. There's no din of Malka bechlal in. In, uh, in 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 Malcha Yisrael, uh, a Melech has to have a queen. That's that's what it is. But there's no din of Malka, and even she wasn't a Malka of Malcha Yisrael. She was a Malka of Achashverish. So what what S, what was Mar- Mardchai was considered? The guy says at the end he was considered a Reish Galusa. He had the power of Reish Galusa like a Nasi. That's why everyone had to listen to him. But so what that the guy means, I don't know. But if anyone ever looks for a source of a Malka, here you have a guy that seems to be a source. Now. The Gemara says, Vayavar, he waded through some water. He waded through some water. So what, 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 that's not, what does that mean? Vayavar, he had to walk through, pass through some, some water. He had to get wet and go through the rivers to, to tell people. So, so the fee, the way we explained, one of the Averis, besides the Achil and the Shtia, was that they didn't listen to Mardchai. The people of Shushan didn't listen to Mardchai, who told them not to go to Sudasan Shalach Hashverish. And that's what caused the whole Gzeirah. So where they have a tikkun on that avera? So Esther told her, told Mardchai, You need to go knock on every door and tell every Jew that they have to fast for three days and three nights and they have to do tshuva here. And that by them listening to you, 
and you're going to tell them no Ishtadlis is allowed, you're going to tell them the whole picture, that's going to be a tikkun on the chet that they didn't listen to you the first time. So when it says, Vayavr Mardchai, he had to go through some water, what does that mean? That means to say, he personally went from place to place, and I guess there were some places that he had to go through some water to get to the other neighborhood, knock on their doors, and by that, when they listened to him, that was a tikkun on the chet of not listening to Das Taira, Vayas Kechol Esther. Maybe it was like in Shushan Abira, um, I mean, so, but, but what like could be? But what? So, but what's the point? But, I mean, that's part of the same thing. You mean? I mean, same personally going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She was on the third day. Esther Malchus and Esther Hamalka would put on big day Malchus, which the Mavarshim say that's all she put on. In other words, the minimum. In other, so even though. Even though Mardchai Tzadik was um, told her that she has to be mischanen lefanov and she has to be mischanen, but she didn't do anything to make herself look beautiful. In fact, three days of fasting, she was a shmata after that. She didn't look good at all. Didn't eat and drink for three days. It's not it doesn't uh, do well for a person. And that was part of her convincing herself or reiterating to herself or whatever, reinforcing the right word in herself that. She's not relying on her own ishtalus. She has a mitzvah to go tell him something and a tzivui from Mardchai to do it. But she's not relying on her ishtalus. So therefore all she put, you got to go in big day malchus. You can't go in your, in your house coat to the king. So vatilbash Esther malchus. That's all that she wore. Now the Chazal tell us Shalav Sharuach HaKadosh. Big Day Malchus means that she received Ruach HaKadosh and says the Gain because Ruach HaKadosh is only Shaira Al Guf Shavur. Only on a person, the physical part of the person broken, then a, not, not literally broken, but a broken person, that's someone who Ruach HaKadosh is Shaira. A Balgaiva and a person who's full of himself and a person who's full of Gashmias, Ruach HaKadosh can't rest on such a person. So after three days of Tshuva, not eating and not drinking, for three days, now Ruach HaKadosh was able, that shows how far she had come in her tshuva and in her milas in, um, in Ruchnius. So she put on her malchus and she went to the inner courtyard, opposite the Beis HaMelech, the place where the king's room was. If you remember from the beginning, the Beis HaMelech was a place where he was privately So the guy says over here that HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused it, that the throne that he was sitting on, in Pashas it wasn't that original throne from the beginning of the, of, of the Megillah, because that we said it wasn't really movable. That, the, that they built in Shushan, the whole country had to come, the whole capital had to come to Shushan because he couldn't move it. So Pashas, it didn't mean that throne. He had other thrones. He had other thrones that he sat on, and the one he was sitting on over here um, is normally somewhere else, says the guy. In Laharez Gaidus HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Usually the throne that he sits on is in the Mokam of Mishpat. 
Um, and now it was in the base Hamalchus. So, and it happened to be Noichach Pesach Habayis, meaning it's a very odd thing. Lechayra, if you have when you when you have a, a king's throne, lechayra it's not opposite the doorway of the room, right? That means anyone who passes by is going to be peeking in and be able to see the king. Lechayra, even if the door would be open, and whenever it opens, the throne will be somewhere that is much more private that the, no one should be able to see. And here, the Rebbeinu Shem caused that punk this throne should be in this room, Noichach Hapesach. It should be opposite the doorway, in order that Noichach Pesach Habayis opposite the doorway, so that when she comes just to the outer courtyard, Achashveish will see her already. So when he saw her, it was Nasachem Be'inav. The Gemara tells us in Megillah that at that moment three Malachim were Nizdamein to Esther. Three Malachim um, appeared to her. Um, <coughs> What were the three malachim for? So the Gemara says, savara. She was mamish fainting over here. Her neck, her, her head was falling down. It lifted up her head. Now she also looked like uh, three days of not eating and drinking. And one of them put a chut shel chesed that she should find chen bay now. You look at her and you would be moitzichain. And the third one um, stretched out the scepter that it should be able to, to touch her. Really, Chazal tell us that Achashverosh was very angry, was uh, full of rage at her, which is ironic over here because his first queen, right, he called her to come. She didn't come, he got angry. Now this one comes when she's not supposed to come, he gets angry. You know, he can't win Achashverosh over here. So this is all part of the original uh, ironic part of, this, uh, of the story. <laughs> yeah, it's an anger management. So um, now... So this is what happened. She was zeichet to these three malachim. Now, wh- where did these three malachim show up from? Th- show up from, and we're going to meet lots more malachim throughout the Megillah. Now, if you remember, in the first two prakim, we talked about the concept of atzas Hashem. The first two prakim were Hakadosh Baruch Hu causing people to do things that, if you ask them why'd you do it. It makes no sense. They'll say, we're not really sure. It was a Kaddish Baruch Hu turning the screws, moving the pieces around, setting everything up in place. The whole story with Vashti and Esther, the whole thing makes zero sense. And if you'd ask anybody, what are you doing? I don't know. That's all Atzas Hashem. Hashem's setting up the stage for things to happen. Now when Hashem needs to get people to work for Him and uh, set the stage, people, uh, you know, people work very slowly. <laughs> people work very slowly. It takes a lot of time. That's what we said. The first two prokim took many years for it to be put into place or oh, the whole story from beginning to end. However, over here, in three days, the Yeshua was here. In three days, we have Malachim doing things. Malachim are not lazy, right? Malachim are not Savanishma. Malachim are, uh, right? Aisy uh, Devar, finish, you know? They do things immediately. Why? Where did these Malachim show up from? These Malachim were not. Atzas Hashem was Hashem when he turns it, when he, when he arranges things himself through people. Here, these Malachim came from the Tshuva of Kla Yisrael and the Tvilas of Kla Yisrael. Three days of Gans Kla Yisrael doing Tshuva and Tvila, that brings a Yeshua, that creates a Kaddish Baruch who sends Malachim. Malachim do things shik chak. One, two, three. Things are happening here very quickly. This whole Yeshua that it took six, seven, they have eleven years, however many years it took to set the stage. In three days, this whole thing's going to be over. Why? Only because the tshuva of Klai Yisrael and the tefillahs of Klai Yisrael that were accompanying Esther Hamalka. 
So that's where these malachim show up, and they lift up her head, they're maitzichein be'inav, and they cause the sharvit, they stretch it out, Chazal say, and it touched her. So what do you want? Now he told her two things. Number one, even though she was maitzichein be'inav, he saw that her face looked a little different, she couldn't hold it up so well, I don't know if he saw the malach, didn't see the malach, he realized something's going on over here. And number two, he saw that she came here illegally. She wasn't supposed to come. Must be something very important if she's willing to risk her life. It must be something very big. So it must be two things. Either someone's bothering her, someone's starting up with her, or she needs to ask for somebody else. So that's what he told her. Malach Esther Amalka. Is it something for you specifically, Esther Amalka? Is there something that you need? Or are you asking for somebody else? Are you asking your bakasha for someone else? I'll give it to you. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I'll give it to you. So, so she says, okay, I, I have a request. If the Melech and Haman will come today to the Mishta Asher Asisiloi. So she was saying like this. There's something very big I have to ask you. And I can't say just ask right away. I can't ask right away. Maybe you won't be so happy. Maybe you're not going to be able to give it to me. So now, let's first go to a Mishnah. And in a Mishnah, we'll see, I'll be able to ask you there after, by the Mishnah. Now Chazal tell us, now she invited Haman along too here. Yavaya Melech Vahaman. Hayyim. Now remember, this is the beginning. This is Yud Kevavke over here. Yavaya Melech Vahaman Hayyim. Right, is 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 the simon of Yud Kevavke, because this is where now we're going to start um, to uh, to start the Yeshua over here. Now, now Chazal tell us the Gemara Megillah says why did Esther actually invite Haman? So the Gemara says twelve different Amiraim give opinions of why Esther um, invited Haman. So the Gemara says that one of the Amiraim met Elio Anavi, and he asked him which one was the actual re- reason. So Elio said that she had all of them in mind, all 12 of them. So I know Esther was a big chachama. What the Amiraim came up with, each Amira came up with his tickle, she, all of them were, uh, all, she, she had all of them in mind. Now, um, <clears throat> one of the reasons is because one of the reasons Rashi brings down is she, she did it in order to cause um, that the king should be suspicious of her being friendly with Haman and maybe starting some type of rebellion, and he might kill them both. Meaning to say that she was willing to be Meiser Nefesh here, Al-Kiddush Hashem, so to speak, not to, be, not to, be, uh, to, to, to give up her life and, um, um, together with Haman. That's, that was one of the reasons given. But another reason given, the get to what we're saying is, it's in order that Klai Yisrael shouldn't say, In other words, Klai Yisrael's been fasting for three days. Fasting for three days, what happens when you get to the end of a short tainus, right? You say, You say, trying, you have a headache. Can you imagine after three days and three nights of not eating and not drinking and being Isaac Bichuva and Tfila, Klai Yisrael were at, uh, were at the end of their kaiches. So they're coming to the end here and Esther was afraid that someone might say, you know what, okay, you know, we've done a lot. And Esther's over there in the base Hamelech. 
And she was afraid Klai saw might shvachen up in their tefillah a little bit. She, she wanted to do something to, to restart them. She wanted to do something that they should be mischazek in their tefillah. So what did she do? She invited Hamelech Vahaman al So now Klai Sol hears, one second, Esther, we were relying on her, and now she's parting with Haman and Achashverish? Forget it, we can't rely on her. Now Klai Sol really was not relying on her. But there might have been a little machshav in the back of somebody's mind, and she wanted Klai Sol's tefillahs to be to the last minute with all their kaychas. So therefore, she invited them, they, let them be chayshed her of being a traitor. She didn't care about herself. Let them be chayshed her of being, of, of being a traitor. And therefore, she invited Haman to the party, so Klai Yisrael should be mechazek in tefillah. So Vayoyim Rahamelech, Maru es Haman lasses Tvar Esther. Again, the king saw, look what she's doing. She's so full of, uh, she, she has this pain here, and she doesn't want to tell me, we got to get this over with quickly. Let him come here quick as possible. I don't want her to be in pain. Lasses es Tvar Esther, so that we should be able to do the Dvar Esther. Lasses Tvar Esther doesn't mean make the party. It means they, so I should be able to hear what she wants, and I'll be able to do it. Vayoyim Rahamelech, Vahaman al so Esther, so they came. Again, he asked her the same thing. He asked her the same thing. What do you want for yourself? And what do you want for someone else? Vatoimer, and what did she answer? Vatoimer, I have two things. I have my own Sheila and the Bakasha. I have them both. So in Matsasi Khain Bayni Amelch Bimalamelch Toy Vlasi Shalasi Vlasaisabakoshasi, Yovai Hamelch Vahamana Mishta Asharesa Lohem Umacharesa Kidvaramelch. So she says, I want you to come tomorrow to another party. She says, I can't tell you now. I'm in too much pain. I can't tell you it's too much now. So now what was her kavana? So Chazal tell us that really what her kavana was as possible it was as following. She didn't know if Klaiso's tshuva was Niskabal yet. She is not going to say anything to Achashverosh until she has a simen minashamayim that Hashem is going to bring a Yeshua. And she has not seen anything that shows that Hashem was Makabah the Tvilas. So she was hoping that before she gets there, maybe she'll get some, of sign, some sign. But she didn't get it. So she says, I'm pushing it off another day. And let Klaiso hear about it. Let Klaisel hear about that I'm inviting them to another party. And like we said, they're not going to say, Ach, And they're going to then go and be mischazik in their tefillahs. Be mischazik in their tefillahs. And therefore, maybe she'll get a simen min that the tefillahs were niskabel, and then she can make her move. So that's why she invited it, and she, and she pushed it off till, till, till the next day. And I think we'll stop here for today.